0: Good morning, good morning, good morning! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, June the 10th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, troubadour, which means a singer especially of folk music. Also, a poet or a poet mu- musician of knightly rank in the south of France or northern Italy. Troubadour. Hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday. Almost the end of the work week. Time is winding down. The uh, weather's pretty good here in North Carolina. We're getting some rain later on today. Much needed. We were in a bit of a drought, but it looks like we're getting more than enough rain. It's going to rain all week, to be exactly honest with you. Got to love those uh, spring, summer showers or storms. Well, looks like North Carolina is getting in the uh, the race to get people, more people vaccinated. As it stands, North Carolina, I believe they're saying topped out at 54 percent of adults that were vaccinated. And they're saying they need more. So how do they hope to get this done? By offering cash incentives, $25 gift cards to be exact. Looks like they tried it in uh, some counties in North Carolina earlier this week and they said they had uh, a great, somewhat of a success. So they're, they're hoping to ramp it up, get everyone vaccinated. And the North Carolina governor, Governor Cooper, will come out this afternoon, later this afternoon with a a press conference and and explain more in depth with great detail as to what he wants and how he hopes to get achieved that by um, these cash incentives. Wow, there's cash incentives for for everything now. This new norm of of COVID and how it's disrupted everything. I mean, you have cash incentives to get back to work. Now you have cash incentives to uh, get vaccinated. You know, other states have tried the lottery, offering uh, college scholarships for teenagers that get vaccinated. Huh. I just wonder, because I know at one point in time, there was a, 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 a large group of people that were saying, I'm not getting vaccinated no matter what. It looks like that. are those, well, in other states where they tried this cash incentive thing, they said they say they saw an uptick of people getting vaccinated. So you won't get vaccinated when they tell you you need to because it's for your health, but you will if they offer money. Huh? Yeah, that's off. That's real off. You're not that concerned about your health that you won't take money. And then what is $25 going to do? I mean, it may help some. I'm I'm not knocking it. Not all outright, but come on now. You you know, there was a lot of people saying, hey, I'm not taking that vaccine, no matter what they do or how they offer it. But now, you know, like I said, they tried it in some counties here in North Carolina and they had great success with it. So, hey, maybe that's uh, the incentive to get people vaccinated that's needed. get that vaccination in the system and then the incentive to go back to work wow I gotta ask again what kind of world are we living in what in the world is going on with people man and also uh, President Biden announced uh, yesterday or his administration announced yesterday they're going to be giving um, vaccines to other countries apparently now I guess we have a surplus to help other countries out that are struggling with vaccination. They don't have enough vaccines, so the U.S. is going to give them some vaccines, or, or maybe they're going to sell it to them. I don't know. It's odd. it's odd. It's odd. The whole thing is odd right now, but then again, that's COVID. That's what COVID did, I guess. I don't know. Well, let's move along here. Uh, I wanted to get back with you guys. It is, of course, Men's Health Month. And like I said, we're going to be talking about Men's Health Month all month of the whole month of June. And I wanted to start this morning talking about uh, diabetes. Everybody knows about diabetes. It's estimated that 34.2 million Americans have diabetes. And that's just like saying one out of 10 people. Whereas 88 million adults have uh, pre-diabetes. That's one out of three. Now, they're saying also new cases significantly dropped from 2008 to 2018. Now, the percentage of existing cases was its highest among... And I found this odd. I thought it would be uh, highest among uh, among African-Americans. So, you know, hey, I mean, that's just what I thought. But its highest among... Indian, American Indians, and Alaska Natives. And of those uh, 15% were smokers, 89% were overweight, and 38% were physically inactive. In all three of those categories, that's the catalyst were diabetes. Now, what I've also found was juveniles, you know, juvenile diabetes, you know, between the ages of 10 and 19 years old, they have type 2 diabetes. It remains stable among non-Hispanic whites, but increased for all others, including non-Hispanic blacks. Wow, the youth aren't active. Their eating habits are off, sounds like. And that, and that is, you know, there, there are many contributing factors to diabetes, but that, that's got to be the top two. Your eating habits and being physically active. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, how does diabetes start? What happens is, uh, especially with type 2 diabetes, you know, it's a lifelong disease that keeps your body from using insulin that is naturally produced by the pancreas. Now, what happens, you know, the pancreas makes a hormone called insulin and it helps your cells to turn glucose, which is a form of sugar, which we get from food, into energy. Now, first, the pancreas makes more insulin to keep up and and get it into your cells. But eventually, if it can't and the glucose builds up in your blood, that's how you get your high glucose readings or or what we call (laughs) sugar. You know, we can all remember those uh, those women that used to be in church with those peppermint candies, those little pieces of peppermint candy. You hear the paper rattling in the background. All church service. They've been in there for a while. The breakfast they ate has worn off in their sugars or, or glucose spikes. And another thing, and, and, and what really is like I, I keep saying, I keep horning in on, is physical activity. I mean cuz when you're physically active your body burns off a lot of this excess glucose. You're active, you're out, you're about, you're running, you're you're doing what you, you know, keeping that that those blood cells, you know, those 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 veins that blood flowing and pumping through your veins. That's just what happens when you're physically active. I can remember years ago. Years ago how I, I uh, I have diabetes and, and, and I know when I first discovered I ha- I had diabetes, it was a hard pill to swallow. You know, it, physically, when I found out I had it and they put me on the medicine, of course, another thing is when, when they put you on that medicine, it takes a, a while for it to, to kick in. So, and then I, I wasn't taking the medicine at the time I was supposed to. I've never been a... Um, Pill popper, medicine guy. I mean, I, I just wasn't, had not been. Still not. Still hard for me to take to that medicine. Ugh. It just just changed my stomach. But, you know, it's recommended that you take it first thing in the morning, which I kind of knew, but I was a bit of a hard head. So, <laughs> foolish me, I would eat, but I wouldn't eat enough. And this particular medicine, metformin, when you eat the metformin and the glipizide, which helps control your 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 blood sugar or your glucose readings when you take those two medicines especially when you take them together you gotta eat you gotta eat because your body is trying to you know it is trying to figure out do i store it or or should i burn it off and i would take it you know i would eat something light and take that medicine and, and an hour or so later i would buy blood sugar i was crashing blood sugar just dropped, and man, man, the sweats, the shaking, and I can remember (laughs) thinking to myself, man, what in the world is this is it, I'm on my way out of here, man, and at that time, I had just had my oldest son, I think he was about two or three years old, and of course, you know, I was overweight, a smoker, piss poor diet, I'm just going to be honest with you, Uh, piss poor eating habits, not a diet, but piss poor eating habits, You know, I was a takeout guy, fried food, potatoes, french fries, potato chips, snacks, candy bars, all the things that you don't need when you're a diabetic. And and that's the crazy story is that's how I found out I had diabetes. I had had me I was over a a relative's house and I had had me a, uh, (laughs) a little sugary drink. And man. When I tell you it, I don't know what it did to me, but it pushed all that beaties out. And man, I I had, I had, I could feel myself getting lightheaded. And before I knew it, and I've always been a guy, I guess you call it machismo guy, macho guy. I could always control my body, but this instant I couldn't. Before I knew it, Like I said, I had the shakes. I was sweating. Long story short, when when I got to the doctor, they were telling me, hey, it's a good thing you came because you were experiencing what they call a a diabetic seizure. And you could have slipped off into a coma and possibly died. That's how serious diabetes is. It's not to be played with. And I didn't even know I had it. But man, after that, you can rest assured I got myself together and I look back on it and I laugh but man when it was happening it wasn't funny but that that feeling of not being able to control your body after you have controlled it for all your life and you were able to maintain and sustain lets you know a whole lot about life and it shook me yes it did Uh, and, and hey it shook me to the foundation and I knew then and there. I had to straighten some things out in my life and straighten them out quick <laughs> before um, the, you know, hey before I die you know, my mother passed from diabetes I've had aunts and uncles and cousins that have it some have passed, some are still maintaining with it and and they will say, hey, it's, it's all about your lifestyle and changing what you do you know I'm not a big fast food person anymore. I can go months or, or, or whatever without it. Every now and again, I, I reward myself. Not a big, uh, I, I still eat fried foods, but I limit it because I know that's that's, how, that's what that's that fried food, that grease. And a lot of people say, well, you could cook it in what, granola oil or, or, or olive oil or whatever. Ah, no, I'm not going to run that risk. But like I said, I still do. I, I do eat a, uh, some fried foods. Not a lot. Not often. I try to stay away from it. And the fast food, I try to stay away from. And one thing I noticed, and, and I think a lot of people, if you take that mindset or, or become aware of fast food, it really doesn't fill you up. It just doesn't. Because hours or so later, you're hungry again. So it's a waste. So it's far better for you just to make your own meals. And, and, and a lot of people now are doing this meal prep. That meal prep is, is, isn't a bad idea. It's a good idea. You control what you put into your body. Take the time to cook it and, and enough for the week or however many days. And, and hey, you, when you're on the go like me, like most of us are as adults, that meal prep comes in handy because you can just, hey, gra- grab and go. And that's what a lot of us do. We grab and go. So that's that's another thing. That's part of that lifestyle change. Meal prepping. Now, what they're also saying is, is, is like I, I said, a lot of people say diet. It's not diet. It's, it's you're changing your eating habits. And, of course, they're saying the foods to avoid if you're a diabetic or if you're pre-diabetic even. Pancakes with syrup, of course. Sugar. Soda loaded with sugar. French fries fried. Bacon to salt. That's your cholesterol. That 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 diabetes can lead to that CVD, cardiovascular disease. So you got to back up off that pork bacon, canned fruit. That's sugar. Milk. I I was surprised to see milk on there, but apparently it's it's something with the hormones or whatever they put in milk. That that uh, I guess they added a little sugar to it also that could throw you off. Like I said, fast food, the ketchup, salt that's that blood pressure blood pressure and diabetes high blood pressure goes hand in hand it it's it, not saying that if you get one and another you're going to get get the other but they go hand in hand when you that's like when I found out I had diabetes I found out I, I had high blood pressure also and then they're saying potato chips of course that's salt so if you're saying to you like me when they first told me that I had diabetes I said, man, these are all the foods I like. What, what, what the hell am I going to eat? <laughs> so, I, I had to go to a, a diabetic or, or nutrition class, and and I learned so much in that class about what I was eating and what not to eat and what to eat. And one of the things they were saying was, "Hey, you got to change your, your your eating habits." They took the word diet out. So take the word diet out because diet has become a term that we we falsely used to say, I'm going to hold myself to this, I'm going to on diet. Well, uh, diets usually last about, <laughs> truthfully, it's about as long as you say it, because once it comes out your mouth, it's gone. And then you say, oh man, I forgot I'm on a diet. But one of the things they said to, um, you know, to help you replace those foods that aren't helping you uh, nutritionally, nutritionally is to replace it with green leafy vegetables. And I thought, ugh course your kale your green beans your spinach your beets oh man that's you know everybody. beets are ooh, they, they are they are something to get used to uh cabbage lettuce a lot of lettuce a lot of lettuce carrots and egg egg whites what they want you to do is take the yolk out of it that's your cholesterol that goes also with that diabetes and high blood pressure so just the egg white And know i've tried the egg whites that product what is it called uh Egg beaters or, or something where it's just a white. I, I, and to be honest with you, I couldn't tell the difference. Tasted like eggs anyway. So, hey, a lot of this, if, if you try some of these things, you're, you're really not going to be thrown off that much by the taste. You just have to get used to it. And blueberries, soda water and oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, but when you eat oatmeal, you can't put a ton of sugar in it. Man. I usually make it with uh, some fruits. Some blueberries or 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 raspberries, raspberry even. I I and you have to be mindful of uh, certain fruit because a lot of fruit they they are high in sugar, natural sugars. Natural sugar is good, but then if you're in that stage of diabetes where your uh, your glucose readings or sugar is is off the chart, you got to be mindful of that. I learned that in that that uh, that nutrition class because I I love mangoes. I do. I just love, I love mangoes and cantaloupes and sweet melon. And they're saying that it, it you have to be mindful of your intake. You can't sit there and, and, you know, of course, like any and everything, like I said before, you can't see, sit there and eat the whole thing. And man, I love mangoes. A good mango is just something about the, the sweetness and the juices. It, it just, it calms me. So I, I had to be mindful of that. I couldn't eat that a lot anymore. But the one fruit or group of fruits they're saying is the berries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, not so much because they that's another fruit they're saying that has a high level of sugar, that natural sugar. And then again, they said, hey, it's not bad for you, but it's not good for you either. You can't sit there and eat the whole container. And, and there's a lot of things that, that we as men, the habits that we've gained over the years, that we have to stop. Now, another thing uh, in a, in addition to that uh, diet, that excuse me, that uh, eating habits change is exercise. You know, they're recommending uh, anywhere from fifteen to thirty minutes a day, or three to four days out of the week, you get out and get active. Well, I had to get out and get active. It was a slow, hard, hard go of it. And, and the one thing I did was I, I would get up in the mornings and I would go walking. I would walk for 30 minutes. I started out with about 15 minutes because uh, <laughs> I wasn't in shape. Like I said, I, I was overweight. At one point in time in my life, I got up to almost 300 pounds, easily. I, w- I was knocking on 300 pounds, that's one. Coincidentally, that's when I found out I had a diabetes because diabetes, one thing that, that will come out with you with you having that excess weight, that's a prelude to diabetes. And I was a smoker, smoking cigarettes. That's another thing that would shove out, push out that diabetes and high blood pressure. So in addition to the the eating habits change, you have to have create a lifestyle change. You got to get out and get active. You have to. There's no way around it. There there just isn't. You have to get out and get active. So like I said, go for a walk. Early in the morning or late in the evenings when you get off work. Or or sometimes if you're a freak of nature like me, I, I get nostalgia for, uh, the, the in the summer, the, that heat. So, uh, of course, I'd be hydrated. And, and I was an old high school football guy, so we would have our practices in the heat of the day. Summer drills, summer workouts. So I'd go out at about 12 or 1 o'clock in the heat of the day, of course, hydrated, and I'd go for a walk. Of course, people were looking at me like, what and the mental disturb is going on with this guy? <laughs> And of course, you know, sweat dripping. But hey, like I said, it was nostalgia. Got me got me back on my groove. Got me back on my grind, man. Helped me out. So you, you, you have to find what works for you. It could be you sitting in the house, just getting on the floor, stretching out, doing some calisthenics, doing some push-ups, sit-ups, high knee lifts. I mean, whatever it takes for you to get active for 30 minutes a day, do it. Get your kids involved. Get your wives and your husbands you know husbands involved. Get everybody involved in. Everybody needs to be active. Like I said before, I can remember when I was a kid. Man, the guys they would get off work, and we used to call them the the old heads. They would get off work and they would go to the basketball court, basketball court, tennis court. Some would find a track and and run around the track or walk around the track. They were active. You know, they had the same amount of hours in the day that we have. They were on the job just like we are, but they were active and live longer. You know, to think that in your 40s or 50s, you're facing a life-threatening disease, that's too young. And let's be honest, being in your 40s and 50s, that's not old. what makes you feel old is the amount of crap you shove in your life in your younger years. I had to learn that the hard way because when I sat down, like I said, when I found out I had diabetes and I came up with the high blood pressure, high cholesterol, I had to sit down and I started thinking, I was like, you know what? (laughs) I did a lot of nonsense in my younger days because I found out I had it. I want to say I was, um, I might have been thirty something. I, I wasn't old. I, it might have been my young thirties. I found out I had diabetes, and, and I looked back. Like I said, when I looked back, I sat down and thought about it. I said, "Man, if I want to continue to to be here and be around, I've got to change my lifestyle." And and then I realized, man, I shoved a lot of crap into my life that I really shouldn't have, just personally, and of course with my diet and my exercise or lack thereof got to get that blood flowing. Got to open up those arteries, those veins, man. Get out and get active. And and now I'm struggling. I'm going to be truthful with you. I'm struggling with cigarettes. Uh, I, I, I got I to gotta leave them alone. I got to get up off of them, get up off of them quick. I could tell a difference. My breathing, walking, I can hear myself breathing. I've never heard that before. And just getting winded, doing stuff. Got to drop my weight also. Got to get some more weight off of me. <laughs> Bending down to tie your shoes becomes a, a a hard task, and that's pretty sad. You can't even tie your own shoes without being winded, out of breath. And I used to be a, a, a health freak, younger, of course. You know, hey, when you're you're in your teenage or your early twenties, you got the time and the energy for it. But at some point in time, as life goes on, life beats you down, and you start thinking to yourself, "I ain't doing that <laughs> But if there's anything I can say about if you have diabetes, complete and utter lifestyle change, diet, exercise, not diet, uh, eating habits, exercise, meditate, meditation. You got to have your mind right also, because when I discovered I, ha- I had diabetes, I kind of drifted off into a, 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 a sad point like man this is the end of the world because like I said I, I I had a mother that passed I had aunts and uncles that passed from it and, and, and it seemed like a death wish because all of those that I knew that had diabetes had had passed on or were in danger a great danger of passing on so I, I had to go you know I had to take a different approach it's not the end of the world like I said I went to that nutrition class and it got my mind right you got to be around more people like you that are trying to make that lifestyle change because along with that the discovery of diabetes, a lot of time, a lot of people can let their mind go and say, hey, this is it, because that's what you've seen. And that's what has happened a lot of times in the African-American community. We see those that we love that, that have diabetes and we think it's, it's, it's it because, you know, hey, they don't take care of themselves. And shortly thereafter, they passed on. So, it's it's a lifestyle change across the board, every facet, every avenue that you have in your life, and a lot of us, like I say, we know what we're doing wrong. <laughs> we know what we're doing wrong, and I can remember uh, uh, the old heads that I, uh, when I was a kid coming up, they had diabetes. And you would see them and they would be shoving something in your mouth and you would say to them, hey, you can't eat that. You're a diabetic. They'll tell you, shut up, mind your business. I got to die from something. No, 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 no. That's that's not a good mindset to have. Yeah, you got to die from something, but ain't no need of you uh, pushing it along faster. So change your lifestyle. Get active. Get out there. Like I said, weather has changed. COVID as we're opening back up. Get out. Get active. 15 to 30 minutes a day just to start off. 15 minutes to start off. I started off with 15 minutes. 15 minute walks. 15 minutes maybe if I didn't want to walk, I would stretch out or exercise somehow, some way, do some calisthenics, jumping jacks, push-ups, stretching out my muscles. Start off with 15 minutes. Start light. And once you get in the habit, man, you'll be surprised. You'll be rolling. It'll be popping. You'll look forward to it. Your mind starts to clear up. Your mind, those bad habits where you would sit down and, and pick up a beer or get some chips. Your mind will say, nah, we don't want to do that. Let's go, uh, let's go walk or let's stretch out. I mean, there's there's a lot of things out here to help you now. And I was, you know, I look at the, the TV and I saw a commercial, I've seen the commercial several times. That uh exercise, bike, or, or whatever equipment they have, Peloton, interactive. That's a good thing. I want to try that. That, that, hey, whatever it takes for you to get out there, and get moving and get active, do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, like I said, if I could say anything to anybody, get out, get active, change those eating habits, get you more fruits and vegetables in you, the right kind though, because there are some vegetables that aren't out there that aren't too so good for you, also. So you got to do your research. Your own research. That's what I had to do. I did my own research and I discovered, man, I proved I thought was good really wasn't that good. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm still wrapping my head around it, but I, I'm giving it a, a great effort. So change your eating habits. Get out and get active. Let's get rid of this diabetes in our community. African-American community. Because it seems like any and everybody has it. Well... That's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. I'm back. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. So offer your feedback. I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always... This is Stephen Carnegie for this is just a thought. Get active. This is Men's Health Month. Get active. Amen.